Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. Many of the challenges we deal with on a daily basis, whether in the practice room, while teaching, at work, or in life in general, don't have easy or obvious solutions. And sure, sometimes Google can help, but often the answer is something we have to figure out for ourselves. I imagine we've all had moments of inspired genius, as well as times when we get stuck and no matter what we try, keep going around in circles. But have you ever noticed how some people seem gifted with the ability to come up with creative, strategic, wow, I wish I would have thought of that type ideas on a regular basis, while others work really hard at the problem, but keep running up against a wall? What's different about the person who comes up with a crafty technique to make that left-hand pizzicato package speak more clearly, or discovers a modified bow grip that makes downbow staccato more effortless, or devises an ingenious fingering in that tricky spot in the first movement of the Ravel piano trio? And whatever it is, might it be something that we could all learn? A team of researchers conducted a series of studies to see if they could identify what it is that leads some people to problem-solve more effectively than others. Midway through fall semester, 365 college student volunteers were asked to answer a series of questions about the degree to which they think strategically in response to challenges. Questions like, whenever you feel like you are not making progress, how often do you ask yourself, is there a better way of doing this? They also asked the students how often they used higher-level metacognitive strategies, strategies like mapping out their goals and the steps that would be required to reach them, monitoring their study progress and evaluating the effectiveness of their approach to learning, making adjustments, and so on. So was there any relationship between students' strategic mindset scores, use of metacognitive strategies, and academic performance? Well, essentially, yes in that participants who scored higher on the strategic mindset scale were more likely to utilize metacognitive strategies. And the greater their use of these metacognitive strategies, the better their grades were at the end of fall semester, and the following winter semester as well. So it seems that there's something about having a strategic mindset that is linked to more strategic behavior and successful performance. Which is pretty cool, but is this mindset something that can be taught? I mean, if it's not something we can learn, this is all kind of meaningless, right? 
So in a follow-up study, the researchers randomly divided 134 participants into two groups, a strategic mindset group and a control group. The strategic mindset group read an article with inspiring anecdotes and research about how strategic thinking is the key to success. Meanwhile, the control group read an article about the mental health benefits of taking cold showers. Then, the participants were asked to participate in what they were led to believe was an unrelated second study, one that involved a relatively unfamiliar task, specifically cracking eggs and separating the yolks from the egg whites as quickly as possible. Before beginning the egg challenge, participants were given five minutes and eight practice eggs. They are also shown one strategy for separating the eggs from the yolks and whites and told that they could practice if they wanted to. Then they were given two minutes to separate as many egg whites and yolks as possible, with a prize of $100 at stake for the participant who could collect the greatest volume of egg whites in the provided container. Following this egg challenge, they were asked to rate the strategicness of their thought process as they competed for this prize, with questions like, As I went about the egg cracking task, I continuously evaluated what was going right or wrong in the way I was doing things, where 1 equals not at all true, and 5 equals very true. So how did things pan out for the two groups? Well, the main finding is that the strategic mindset does seem to be something that can be learned. Participants who read the strategic mindset article were significantly more likely to engage in strategic thinking during the egg challenge than those who read the cold shower article, and this in turn led to better performance. Those in the strategic group were also two and a half times more likely to practice the egg separating task before doing it for real, and on average, they put in more practice repetitions than those in the control group did too. So what can we take away from all of this? The next time you run into a tricky problem in the practice room, or anywhere else for that matter, that doesn't seem to be responding to your default set of strategies, pause for a moment and ask yourself a few questions. One, what are some things I can do to help myself? Two, how else could I do this? And three, is there a way to do this even better? See if, like the participants in these studies, these questions lead to any fresh new ideas to experiment with that might help you get unstuck and take that next tiny step forward. And maybe try these out with your students too. Not just in lessons, but as these studies suggest, it's often not so much that we don't have the knowledge we need to solve our problems, but more that we kind of get caught up in using whatever strategies come to mind first, and we don't access the full range of the information we have within us as often as we could. So your students might be better and more effective problem solvers than they realize. An insight that can be pretty empowering and a big confidence booster too. You can find links to this week's study and other resources like practice hacks and the audition cheat sheet at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. 